my goal is when I retire, I'm going to uh, I'm going to learn how to cook. I'm going to learn how to cook. I'm going to learn how to play the piano. And I'm, going to, I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. Those are my three goals when I, when I retire. Doors were opened. Opportunities uh, were presented. That I probably wouldn't have been presented or the doors would not have opened as easily had I not been a white guy. And the, and the thing that amazed me is the white guys that just don't want to recognize that. I'm not, I'm not saying that we need to be handicapped in any other way, you know, cut one of our legs off or, or only let us get two years of college so we can be fairly handicapped. I'm just saying let's be aware of that. Let's be appreciative of the fact that that is the case. And then when we do reach plateaus, like the plateau that I'm at, then we'll feel some degree of responsibility to give back, to help others. I mean, people that are naive enough to not realize that this country was built on immigration and everybody was not always white, everybody were not European white guys, that people of color live out and exist out there, and they have as much right to the same opportunities as anybody does. Look, I read everything Anne read and wrote. Uh, but I never subscribed to all of her philosophies, and, and, that, and that is government is all bad. That we need to get rid of all government. Even those people who say that we should have small government, in fact, some of them say we should have no government, they don't really believe that. They really believe that they don't want the part of government that does the things for our, our citizens that they don't want to have taken care of. They don't want universal health they don't want people to, uh, a mother that has multiple children, for her to have health care for her kids, or even food for her kids, or education. Everybody needs to be taken care of. In this society, we, we, I am in the, the health care center of the United States of America. Nashville is where managed health care, hospital management ownership, is, is, this, is, this is the core. But even we don't want to de deliver health care to everyone. And I think it's a travesty. Everybody in this country, if not the world, but certainly this country, deserves health care. You don't need to have to make a decision whether you're going to eat or not or, or you're going to go to the doctor. If you're sick, you should be able to go to the doctor and, and, and receive health care as opposed to buying a loaf of bread and some bologna. You shouldn't have to make that decision. But a lot of people in this country do, and it's just wrong. It's just wrong. It doesn't need to be this way. Can I answer your question? Yeah, yes and more. <laughs> and we are headed down to see or attempt to see someone at Senator Lamar Alexander's office. Senator Alexander is one of the two senators that represent, one of the two Republican senators, I might add, that uh, represent the state of Tennessee in Washington, D.C. Senator Alexander's been around the political circle of Tennessee for all of his adult life. Uh, in fact, be quite honest with you, I don't think he's ever had a regular job. I have attempted to see uh, uh, Senator Alexander in Washington, D.C. on at least two occasions and have never been able to get him to meet with me. We have met with a couple of his staffers on a few occasions, but uh, uh, Senator Alexander's always been too busy with other things to, to meet with me. I suspect that there's something connected to the fact that I have an opposing view to his political position on, on a lot of things, but, uh, but the one thing that I would like to talk with him today about is, uh, is the uh, minimum wage. I know I can get into that spot, I just wonder if there's another one that's a little bigger. This guy did a great job of parking. Here we are, in the elevator, going up to see somebody that doesn't want to see us. It's not always easy being me.
pass this guy. Can you tell me where Senator Alexander's office is? It's right across the hall, first door on your right. Okay, thanks a lot. Oh well, no video. All he was doing was, was meeting with me. That's all he was doing. All, all I felt like he was doing was just fulfilling his obligation to, to meet with a constituent. Uh, and, and that's all I felt. No, no, I had no feeling of understanding or agreement or empathy whatsoever. Um, you know, it's hard for me to believe, though. I mean, I, I would say this, right? I don't see anybody can see it differently. I don't see how anybody could feel differently about the, the minimum wage law than, than the way I feel because the, the position that I have on it I think is irrefutable. And that is that there are, there are a lot of employers who would take advantage of unsophisticated workers and pay them as little as they possibly could. I don't see how anybody can fight that argument. I, I, I don't know what, what counter they could offer that would, would make that issue go away. Uh, and, and he offered nothing. All of my wealthy friends think I'm crazy. I think they're crazy. I think they're the ones that are missing the boat. And it just amazes me that they don't understand how short-sighted their approach to running our country is, and it will not last. We cannot continue to run this country the way we are for long. It may last our lifetimes, but that's pretty selfish, isn't it? that we don't concern ourselves more with our children and probably more importantly, our grandchildren. That's a pretty selfish, short-sighted view and I don't think it's really the American way.